All right, everybody, welcome to another great podcast uh, with Prof for Contractors. Uh, this is where we are bringing the tips, the tricks, the tools, behind the scene insights on uh, really working with champion CEO contractors. That means taking people from being, you know, the tradie to becoming a champion CEO of their business. I got two amazing guests with me today. I got Max, I got Jay. I'm going to get you guys to introduce yourselves in just a second. But let's just touch on what is it that we're going to be covering off uh, today to see whether or not this uh, podcast tweaks your interest or not. Uh, we've got our man, Max, who's only been with us. How long, Max? Uh, four weeks, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, let's say four to six weeks. Uh, and some of the challenges that Max had was that he was struggling to get enough work, get the right type of work, struggling to find you know, somebody that could help him grow this business. Um, he's been able to accomplish, accomplish that, and I, I, I believe even more. Uh, so we're going to talk about how the heck has he done that, what were some of the strategies that he used, what's the mindset shifts, um, and we're going to talk about how Jay helped him through that, uh, pushed him through it. And, uh, and then, you know, if time permits, we're going to talk about some of the challenges, maybe one challenge that Max has, and we're going to talk through that so you guys can actually experience firsthand what it's like to experience some form of coaching or mentoring to you know, help work through a problem. All right, so let's do this, guys. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. Let's rock and roll. All right, so Max, introduce yourself. Where are you located? What do you do? And then pass it over to Jay. Sure, I'll make it pretty brief. Um, but I'm from Australia originally. Um, worked in carpentry for a long time, pretty much since I was about 18, uh, just as sub. Then I had my own company in, in Australia. Um, worked for a bunch of people and then I moved here. Uh, I live in Victoria. Um, Vancouver Island I've been here since 2012 and um, same thing just was subbing out to a lot of different builders um, then I eventually started doing my own thing um, one my issue was that um, it was always you know a per hour per labor like so how much per hour am I charging and then whatever materials was was a, and a little markup on that just thought that's how it was but it was just it just never got me anywhere um, and so I figured like, you know, after years and years of doing this, I'm like, like, how does it, how do builders and how do contractors make it? Like I see these guys out here with all these big companies and they're, you know, they're killing it. And like, what is the difference? Why, what's my problem? And I have a mentor in another area of my life and they, they helped me achieve some really cool things. And I was like, well, why don't I get a, a, a mentor for contracting? Um, joined these guys, you know, four to six weeks ago and it's super overwhelming, but starting with the little steps, um, working with Jay, I uh, had one phone call with him and I was on the hook for just about to present a really large job, nervous as hell, back cramps, neck cramps, stomach cramps, delivered it. And a couple of hours later, she texted me and was like, yep, yeah, we're good to roll. Um, awesome, dude. Love it. So we're, let's get, we'll get into that. Jay, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I'll make it short and sweet. I'm a commercial roofing contractor. I've uh, been in business for 18 years. Um, got a lot of experience across a lot of different ranges of work and, and uh, been through, you know, a couple of uh, recessions and, you know, really got earned my stripes. And then, um, you know, looking with uh, working with PFC, uh, really found my place, I guess, as a as a coach. I didn't even know I was a coach. It took a coach to see a coach. And uh, now I'm now I'm uh, now I'm playing that role, too. Love it. Love it. So. As we get into this, you know, Max, just take a step back. Um, you were talking about years and years of working hard, putting in the time. Um, you know, if somebody was to say to you, oh, Max, just put in more time to solve the problem. <laughs> what would you, what, what, what would go through your mind uh, if somebody was to say that? Like, you're just going to work did it. harder. I've done it. And you just burn out. It, it's it really comes down to systems and processes, right? And having the right guidance from the right people, because up until now, you know, I just think like, what if I had you guys back when I was 20, like mm. what would the difference be? Right. And so, but maybe I wasn't as coachable back then. Um, but yeah, I mean, you try and you get burnt out. So it's, it's about having the right guidance and it's about having the rights. It's all about systems and processes and the right people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I remember, you know, when you came on to the onboarding, like, so everybody listening in, I, I have to pause every once in a while because I have to, 
my team says, Andrew, people don't know what the hell that means. Or they don't know what this means. I'm like, okay, okay, I gotta, I gotta elaborate. So when somebody, um, there's lots of other steps prior to this, but to see whether or not somebody's a fit. Uh, but when somebody starts with Prop for Contractors, we have this onboarding process. And part of the onboarding process is to learn, it's a part of the training is called the foundational principles. Right, Max? Mm-hmm. Right? And so the reason I'm bringing that up is because if you're listening in on this call and you're thinking that there's a magic wand, you know, get over it. There's no fucking magic wand. There's a whole bunch of things that in a certain sequence that you have to learn. Uh, that's hence why they're called the foundational principles that you have to build upon. And then there's expert insights and advice uh, and coaching from people like Jay, who, you know, I mean, Jay, you're still running a contracting business and you're a coach, right? Yeah. So, so I found that there was a lot of things when you came on board, which is very common, where you might have touched some of these topics, but you just kept on touching them. You didn't like know how to get it to work and why was it in a certain order? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, um, it comes back to like goal setting, right? And, mm-hmm. and having, um, you know, smart goals, right? Um, having a vision board and creating, creating a why, like, why do you want this? Why, why are you even doing this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why are we getting up in the, why are we even getting out of bed in the morning, go to work and just burn ourselves out? Like, what is the point? So when you really dig down to it um, and you find out your why, I mean, we all want time. We all want time to spend with our families and doing the things that we love. Um, and, you know, we, we do the whole thing that society tells us to do and we get a job and we go and do all these other things and then we end up just burning out and having no time and that's it. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really about the why and like nutting down to your soul about, what is it that you really want and why do you want it? And because when you create a strong enough why, you hit so many boundaries, but then you come back to your why. You look up on your board and you're like, oh yeah, that's right. Got to crush through this boundary and crush through that one. And that's, it's, it's tough and it's hard, but there's no alternative. Mm-hmm. Well, Jay, what would you have to say to that? Um, I think it's, you know, it, it's really interesting to watch sort of the evolution that guys go through. Um, you know, I can certainly relate and then, you know, I feel the angst and the anxiety, um, but it, it, it's really, you know, you got to remember you're on a journey here um, and everybody's at different levels. Um, some people stay stuck at the same level for a very long time, but it's until you actually start focusing on growth and start getting the right people around you and, you know, getting the right information and, and it sets your mind in a place where you can actually start making steps. And I think, yes. you know, that's what the, the really important thing is here is that, um, you know, the, you know, you can read it through any book or anything else like that, but until you actually can um, put yourself in the situation and learn from that experience, you never really get to the next step. You know what I mean? You don't, you, or, and if you do, you don't know why, right? So it comes back to what Max is saying. Um, you know, one of the, I guess one of the funnest things is, is when you can um, set a goal, understand what the goal is for, and then achieve it and see the growth within your business. And, um, you know, I think that's overlooked by a lot of entrepreneurs a lot of times. And, you know, it's definitely, um, you know, enhanced my experience as a contractor for sure. Um, you know, just to be able to say, Hey, you know, and, and, and then you start applying it, getting into different stages of your business and different levels, you know, um, once you've developed those, um, you know, those habits and it comes back to the fundamental principles that, you know, you guys teach at PFC, um, that's when you really see the growth and, and you really become, that um ceo rather than you know a trade guy and that that's beautiful to watch that's that's fun to see i mean max just took a huge step in that direction um and i think um you know that's that's what we're here for you know and that's what we want to that's what we want to achieve anyone that's listening and you know looking into this and you know i i guess i just encourage them to keep going i love it i love it so i'm going to just add something to it which is i totally agree with what you said uh max totally agree with what you said jay um, the why will allow you to keep moving. It doesn't mean you're moving forward. <laughs> it, it'll allow you to keep moving. You might be in a fucking mud pit, stuck, but you're still moving. I mean, it might be a twitch instead of a run. But I think we, you know, um, we're very determined contractors. You know, I, I've helped a lot of different types of businesses, but contractors, man, the resiliency is unbelievable. Like, Jay, you, you went through some of the pain points 
the max one that, that he's just recently oh yeah out there. i've gone through it like people would go okay man that was that was a rough week andrew i mean why would you keep moving forward and it's like whoa, whoa, whoa rough week with uh, no, we're talking years dude yeah. like, we're talking years so um you know one of the things i can elaborate more is what allows you to move forward uh you know is knowing where you're at having a better understanding of what's missing in your business and then surrounding yourself with people that that are basically going no 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 you've got to learn this. No, 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 but I want to jump over here. No, but it's you jumping over there that's prevented you from like moving forward, right? So anybody listening in, understand, again, you guys want to, um, you want to get some more insights on any of the things that we're covering off even up to now. There's links down below. Uh, you want to get into the, you know, elite profit for contractors, you know, group, then you guys are more than welcome to do that and get some of these templates and, and things of that nature. So let's get into more of the, the meat and potatoes. So when you look at some of these aspects, let's just highlight a couple of these key areas. So we talk about setting a vision, setting your why. It's so important, right? Because you got to try and understand everybody listening in, you know, all you contractors listening in, you, you get the idea. If, nobody can build what you want if you don't even know what the freaking blueprint looks like. So you got to have that, which is what you alluded to, both of those. The next thing we got to look at is we got to look at like, where the fuck are we spending our time? Right. Not just I'm busy, but and, and right now, I think is really, really important for all of us to just table. People are like, I don't have time to go and, you know, get involved in something like this. And again, whether or not you guys get involved in us or, or whatever, somebody else, what would you guys say to that? Especially now that we've got, I call it a, like a mini tsunami, which is that you got this backlog with COVID-19 of work, you have, you know, backlog of permits you've got all this demand that's out there what would you say uh max or jay around somebody saying yeah i want to improve my business but i just don't have time i gotta just keep keep it keep going keep going what would you say uh go ahead jay yeah i think um i think this is a common uh illness amongst contractors um and and it really you know again that's that's what um you know differentiates a you know, a trades guy that's trying to play business um, versus, you know, a CEO that is in business. Um, you know, that's, it's really the shift in the mindset and what made you really good at being a contractor makes you really bad at being a business person. Mm. So what ends up happening, if you don't continue to grow your mind and grow your understanding of your business, you're going to stay where you are. So even if you have a ton of work, you can only maximize to a certain extent after it's over you, it's either going to go down, um, you know, and, and you're going to start burning out or it's going to fail altogether because you didn't have the systems in place to take over and to utilize the resources you have. So again, as a CEO and as a businessman now, it took me, you know, probably 13 years, a lot longer to learn business than it did to be good at my trade. Oh my gosh. And so that, true, is, eh? that is the problem is, and that's, that's where, that's where the delay is. So when you, when guys get into these, uh, start their contracting business, they figure that because they're good at something, they might be even better than, you know, average and, and you know, they could run the, the show. That has absolutely nothing to do be, with be, Better than the business owner that they're working for. It's basically right. what you're saying. Yeah. Right. And, and here's the thing, you know, the only way you grow is through learning. You can't, you can't possibly know. It, you know, it's a good saying that, you know, it's, it's not what you know that's going to kill you. It's what you don't know. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not investing in yourself and growing yourself, you are losing at the game. And that's a, that's a fact that's across the board because you don't know. And what you don't know, you can't change. So, I mean, that's why we're here. That's what we're doing. And that's the whole, you know, that's the whole, you know, simplest way to put it. So anybody that's neglecting these things um, or putting them off or putting them to the side, well, I mean, you're, 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 you're in limbo, you know, and, and you're going to stay there until you start to change. And, and, you know, it's funny what you said, because I think about, as you guys know, I'm Mr. Analogy guy, right? I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> it's, it's seriously, I just can't help it. Well, I think that's part of being a tradesperson. I mean, you just, mm -hmm. you analyze thing, things like you're trying to teach somebody something, whether it's electrical or plumbing, or there's a certain common thread behind it. Right. Um, and it makes it easier for people to understand. So anyways, you know, looking at this, it's like invisible chains. Like you don't, 
because you don't know it, you don't even know, like you said, that what's holding you back. And it literally is holding you back. Like <laughs> putting in more time, right? Not is, the answer. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Max, what do you have to say to that? Yeah, um, I definitely echo what, what Jay says there. But, you know, as a contractor in the trades, you know, we're busy and we're busy and now this wave's coming. We don't have any systems set up. We don't have any foundation set up. So when we the phone starts ringing off the hook and you don't ever already have your, your shit together, like you're just going to go down, right? So it's I think it's super important to right now, um, before this wave of, you know, everyone's going out for dinner and lunch now. Everyone's spending more money because they've been stuck inside for so long and they just want to do something, right? They want to get out and spend money. So um, for me, it was, you know, learning from both of you guys has been unreal because I don't know what I don't know. Right. And I've been at you guys are always like, slow down, slow down. I'm like, but I got all this stuff going on. And you know, even a simple thing is getting a whiteboard up on the wall, getting it all out of your head, man. You know, Mm -hmm. you guys have really broken things down for me to be able to step back and, you know, like a coach does on the side of the game and he can step back and see the whole game being played rather than being in there and passing and ducking and weaving like we do every day. So, um, yeah, like you've always said, man, slow down and speed up. It's, um, it's, it's critical. And especially right now, it is absolutely critical. And the speeding up part is, so the slowing down part is the first thing, right? Because like Jay was, you know, you know, backing me up on is, like putting in more time. It's not the fucking solution. No. They're like, that's, what? That, that's a recipe for disaster. Totally. So <laughs> like, and, and why is that such a, a myth? Like, you know, that contractors think that that's the solution. I, I, I don't know. I mean, and, and on these, on these podcasts, let's be clear, but I don't know what the hell we're going to cover exactly. So like, let's just dig into this. Like, why do you think that is that the first thing they think of is like, fuck, I got to put in more time. That's all they know. I think that, you know, a lot of times, I know for me, I know exactly where that came from is that you have so much pressure and so much, um, you know, will to do well. And, you know, in your mind, you're still a worker, right? And what, what, mm. what happens when you work more, you get more done, you can build more houses, you can do more <laughs> if you put the time in, but that doesn't apply when you're trying to do them both at the same time, because you're burning yourself out and you start making poorer and poorer decisions. And I mean, again, um, a couple of years ago, somebody explained it to me. You know, if you put a frog in hot water and start turning up the water slowly, little by little by little, the frog's going to love it for the first little bit. He's going to get through it. But once that starts to boil, the frog's dead. You know, like no matter what. And that's what we do to ourselves. And he doesn't, and the, 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 right. And, and the point of the story, everybody, is that you take a frog, you put him in, you drop him in boiling hot water, bang, he jumps out. Mm-hmm. You put him in, you know, that water and you heat it up. He doesn't even fucking know it, but he's dying. Right, right. It's bad. It's bad. You know. So, yeah. And I, that's a really good insight, Jay. I gotta tell you, Max, you can relate to that, right? Like we, that's it's true, right? Like, oh man, for me, programming this PLC, okay, fucking running the fucking you know two inch rigid, okay, like that's working. Look at what I did. Right. I ran, you know, five thousand feet of conduit. I hooked up this machine. Hey, if I do more of that, then fuck that equates to success. Right. right? But it doesn't, it doesn't in business. If you're not it, the problem is, is there's such a delay in seeing results in your business. Um, and a lot of times we don't get that immediate gratification. So like when who, there's nothing sexy about, you know, doing your accounting and setting up your numbers. And like, again, the things that made you good at being good in the trade really, really don't help you when you're, when you're in business, because you don't see the results of that for three, six, nine, 12 months. You know, and, and as you, if you don't keep score, it's even harder to see. And what's the first thing of the fundamental principles that we're talking about? It's how to keep score, you know, because there's, there, again, a lot of guys aren't keeping score and they don't know where they are at any point. Now they're, you know, they've got the pressure of doing the job and running the crews and doing all that. But also they're, they're failing themselves because they may be doing it for, and, and I'll tell you, 90% of contractors are underpriced and they're doing all of that to find out they're taking a loss. Like, you know, again, you, you wonder why so many contractors fail so regularly and so often. It's because they miss this point. There is no education. You know, there's no, there's no school for, you know, contractors to go to, well, other than PFC, <laughs> to come in and get that stuff straight. And, and Max, you, you know, you, you're starting out. 
and you know I see so much promise and so much um, you know will and, and strength and and all the good qualities that that will make you successful. Now, what you know when we get back to slowing down, it's to understand if you catch these things quick, if you put in the scorecard quick, you can plot and see where you're going. And numbers never lie, but it takes a long time to understand where your numbers are. And to then to be able to actually say, okay, if I continue to do this, I can get here. You know what I mean? That's when you start to see the plan really start to come together. But again, this isn't taught. This isn't like when you go get your contractor's license or your carpenter, they don't teach you this stuff. They don't tell you that, you know, you need to have, you know, X, Y, Z, you don't, you know, you need to have these controls. I mean, Max, if, if we hadn't told you what plans and controls were, you wouldn't have known. How do these guys, you just said, these big contractors doing it. They're taking fundamental business practices, right. putting them in place every day, and then executing them. But for a trades guy, because you can't see it, feel it, touch it, build it, it's not there. It's not real, right? Yeah. You know, you don't see the value of putting these systems in place yet. But once you start to get into volume and, and you want to see your business grow where you can potentially make real money, if you don't have them, you don't win. That's it. Like, you're no, it's, you know, don't even bother. because You know, <laughs> it, it's so true. Like, guys, I'm on a call with Jesse. Uh, I don't know if you guys – oh, yeah, you guys have met Jesse. Uh, so Jesse meets on a call with him. And he's talking about – I'm not going to give any specifics. You guys want to find out specifics, you can get into the group and, and see the details there. Um, but imagine this guy was, let's just say, let's just give a like a high level number. Okay, let's say he was doing like 12 million bucks, something along those lines. Imagine at one point, these aren't exact numbers. Imagine, you know, in the beginning, he's like lucky to make a hundred. And when when you minus all the debt and stuff, he's in the hole. Mm-hmm. Imagine him doing a fraction of that. And he's like two and he's like two million dollars in the bank. Right. And he's got less staff and he's like what the hell like this comes back i want to get into the specifics of what you help max with right now and here's where i want to segue get over if this doesn't resonate with you get off the podcast i say this all the time because seriously i don't want to waste your fucking time right you got maybe other things to do so if you think that sales which drives me nuts all the time i hear it drives me nuts some guy, yeah, man, I got this much sales. I got this, I got this, I got this. And I'm like, whoa, doesn't, yeah. how much profit? What? What? Yeah. Yeah. Just like when I had my contracting company, all the guys sitting down having breakfast together and everybody's like bragging about these jobs I got and sales and this. I'm like, guys, how much fucking money are you making on that? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, like, what do you mean? What am I talking about? I think uh, as we segue into the sales and some of the aspects of what you had to get Max to consider along with some of the stuff that we talked about, Max, like break even and pricing and like, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, I cannot stress enough. There's one thing that you get off of this call is that you have got to be focused on profits. You've got to be focused on profits, not sales. Yes. You need sales to get profits. Fuck. I get that. Okay, but you got to focus in on profits. This is why it's called profit for contractors, not fucking sales for contractors. Okay, because sales ain't going to pay the bills, man. It's the profits that are going to pay the freedom, right? So let's get into this. So Max, talking about that, let's get into, you guys had a call, walk me through it. Where, where, was, where were we at, Max? And, and then your, your side of it, Jay, let's just go through that in the next 10 minutes here. Yeah, yeah, I guess for me, um, starting out, you know, you guys are saying, what are, what are your numbers? And I'm like, well, what numbers? Like, I had no idea, right? Like, I remember working with Liam and he's like, well, you got to find your break even. And I was like, okay, so here's my sales. But this year's all messed up. It was all over the shop. Like, it was very hard to distinguish what it was or how, how I should go about finding, you know, what my break. I didn't even know, know what a break even number was, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this for how long? And so has how many other contracts have been in the same spot, right? Totally. Anyway, so... And by the, way, by the way, everybody listening, it's not, in a lot of cases, it's not because Max didn't want to. It comes back to what Jay said. Like, guys, if you don't fucking, if you don't know, well, then how do you know? Okay? Mm-hmm. You, you don't know. You, you just, it's like, what? Like, you're not going to get hit by a freaking star or some goddamn thing and learn it. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. 
And the thing is, is you talk to, you know, what you learn here and I go out and I talk to some of the guys who are running trade businesses in my area who are friends of mine. Hey man, you guys know what your break even number is? Nah, we don't <laughs> do it like that. We do it this way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, gnarly. <laughs> so, you know, when you, when you, I'm always looking up to people, right? And admiring what they're building and what their business looks like. And I just... You know, when I've started learning these things with you guys, um, it, I just started going like this. Yeah, right? totally, totally. So the so you had this opportunity, you had a reduction in sales. Walk through what you and Jay guys, what what did you guys talk about? Yeah, so basically, I had this job coming up. Um, it's interesting the way the universe works because I had an even bigger job that I was really looking forward to doing, and it ended up. You know, I went through it with you guys and filter fast. Hey, are your clients A, B, C, or D? This massive job turned out to be absolute D clients. The biggest Ds you could ever imagine. But I, I didn't see it because I was like looking at this job and where this job would take me. And as that job fell apart, this other job, just it was like flip of the coin. Like I had this opportunity. These clients are absolutely awesome. Um, and so I was talking to Jay about, um, putting the price in and, uh, anyway, we did my numbers and I, the, the price was like so far above what I ever thought anything could ever be. Like I just, I had no words, like the cost of the job to put in perspective, the cost, the actual cost of the job was about 250, um, or two, 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 uh, somewhere around there. And the, the, my price to the client was $450,000 and my biggest job. And I just, Jay's like, dude, they're your numbers. Look, look, go and look at the math. And I'm doing the math. I press the equals and the numbers coming out. And I'm like, Oh man, like I, I need another calculator. I can't stomach it. Like, because my old brain from fucking 50 bucks or 80 bucks an hour plus materials was at 250. Right. But this whole time, the reason why I came to you guys was because I, I got no money. Where's my money? wasn't until you guys are like, oh, what about all your overhead and your expenses and your profit? I'm like, oh my God, really? So what Jay was teaching me, I was, I could see both sides, but my brain was wanting to go back to the the old me and being like, no, no, let's just do it for like 280. But Jay's like, deliver it with confidence. Here's how you do a proposal. So I'm like nutting down all this stuff about making a proposal, making me look trusted authority. And here's my experience and here's my team and here's my my previous jobs and I delivered it and I had the designer on the, on the line on the zoom too. And we got off. She's like, Oh, that's like, I've never ever seen someone do a presentation like that. That was awesome. And I was like, shit, my pants gone. Was that good? Was that good? (laughs) And uh, she said it was awesome. And then I was actually away at the time we were driving home and she sent me a text and she's like, Hey, we'd love to go ahead. When can we start? And I was just like, I was actually speechless. I just, these cogs were turning in my brain about like trying to piss off the old thoughts and think about if I can start doing more jobs like this with more of these kinds of clients and more feedback from the coaches, like the sky's the limit. Like, what do you want to do? What do you really want to do? Right. And so, yeah, I just, even to this day, I still remember driving the car back with the missus and like, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom it. What did you see on your side, Jay? Tell us how how did the call go on your end? So it actually started out in the PFC group. Um, He had posted his numbers and right away I told him, like I I called him out right away and I said, no, (laughs) no, no, let's stop that right there. Let's get on a call. Um, You know, one of the things that I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm fairly good at myself and that I teach my team is um, don't go into a sale thinking they don't have the money or thinking that they can't afford to pay for your services. Um, if you put that in your head off the bat, you're going to end up not getting it, you know, and again, it comes to confidence. So like when you know your numbers and you know them thoroughly enough to say, listen, by going lower, I'm, I'm going to miss out on those family events. I'm going to miss out on my time with my family. I'm going to stress myself. Like you, you got to remember what it represents. And, you know, again, a lot of guys get it in their head that they have to be competitive with other contractors. And that is the biggest paradigm that exists in this business is why guys go out of business so often. You do not have to compete with anyone but yourself. And it's when you set down your value and you prove to your client how valuable you are, you're the prize, okay? But it's, it's going through those emotions with them and establishing yourself as the trusted authority that allows you to ask for that kind of money. 
and do it with confidence. So, I mean, again, when we become business people and when we, when we start, stop being trades guys and really start to, to open our, our, our minds to what the, what the market can actually handle. Um, it, it, it does. It is life changing. It is, you know, again, this is the difference between a contractor who does a million dollars and makes 300,000 or a contractor that does 12 million and makes a hundred thousand. Exactly. Okay. Is this mindset that I can't get that price? I can't do, you know, every time you say I can't, you're only hurting yourself because you can, and there's guys doing it left and right. And I've proven it time and time again with my team where they were just shocked. Like, no, there's no way you can ask that much. You want to make a bet? You want, do you want me to show you how I will do that? And I get it, you know, comp- like repetitively, like we sell more over our competition, you know, and they don't know how we're doing it. And the reason why is because we firmly know our numbers. We understand our value. We've built our value around those numbers so that we can go in with confidence. And this is a key. Okay. If you go in with it in your head that you're, you're, you're not that you're not worth that. You're never going to get it. You're never, because people pick up on that. And that was the biggest thing. And, you know, probably one of the best, you know, rewarding things with Max was I was able to get that message to him and he took it and he, he delivered it the way that, you know, he's the way that I would do it in my presentations. Like I said, you, you start off by first giving that statement, you know, to them um, that, you know, qualifies you. And then you start dequalifying all of the other, you know, you, you go through their objections and once you start going through their objections before they get to them, they automatically have this emotional connection to you and your business. And when you can do that, it's called switch, flipping the switch, you know, and you can see it in your client. And, and, you know, once it starts to happen, believe me, you know, even if they have prices from other guys and who may be just throwing numbers at them and order taking, they're not qualified anymore. You know who is the guy that's delivered and the guy that's come through and made a sale instead of, you know, taking an order. And there's a big difference there, right? So, I mean, again, when we slow down and start working on our processes and, uh, you know, understanding numbers and having the fundamentals, it doesn't take long to start landing these jobs because you put yourself in a different level of business. And anybody who's, you know, a professional or that has the money to put out 450 grand understands these things. You know, they, they can see the value in your service that you've invested in yourself and your business and you're, you know, you're able to deliver for them. And that's, I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what we all dream of having one day, right? Is to be in control from start to finish, to make that profit, to have that time. And that's what we're all after, right? So, I mean, it it starts with that. I love it. I love it. So, you know, when you look at it, um, it sounds like, again, you got to have these principles, you got to know what to look for. And then there's the mindset shift. So what do you think it was Jay that, or Max that really allowed that person being, you know, the Max to still be willing to move forward yet, you know, be terrified to a certain degree as well. Right. (laughs) I think it's having the right advice from the right people, man, surrounding yourself. You know, if I had have talked with, um, let's put it, let's say for instance, I had gone and chatted with one of my buddies who I look up to because their business is, so doing whatever it would have been a completely different outcome than if i had have had a conversation with jay right like he mm-hmm. he's been there he's done it he he's in it he like you know he's been doing it for 18 years and he's not only been doing it for 18 years but he's also profitable much profitable than a lot of other companies right so mm-hmm. it's about taking the right advice from the right people for sure definitely mm-hmm. You know, I alluded to, you know, I know you guys play, did you guys ever play sports? Either one of you guys at all? Yeah. Yeah. Played hockey. Yeah. I remember being in the nets and, and getting advice sometimes from like the, the goalie coach. And I'd be like, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, what do you mean? And then he would be like, Hey man, I'm playing on Saturday. You want to swing by. Right. And I'm just a little kid. Right. And my dad's like, okay. Andy, let's go see Steve in the nets, right? You can, you can see what he's talking about. And I'd see him play and I'd just be like, holy shit, that's possible. Like, like look at how he moves. Like the fucking guy's like floating on the ice. This is like incredible, right? And, you know, you're like, what does this have to do with it, Andrew? Well, the thing is, is that I, it, it didn't mean that I, it didn't mean that when I went and tried 
to do what he was coaching me on that I didn't fall. I fucking fell on my yep. face over and over. My fuck, I remember my knees. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I can't do it. And I remember him saying to me, and this is the point. Says, Andrew, you have it in you. You have the determination. I said, okay, so what's going on? He says, you haven't built up the muscles lab. I'm like, what? He goes, you're, 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 you're learning it, but you don't have the muscles. That's why you're not able to do it. In about two weeks' time, you'll start, you'll start kicking in. I'm like, okay, but you got to do this and this and this and this, and this hill training, all these fucking other things other than being on the ice. I'm like, what the hell's that got to do with being a goalie? He's like, everything, right? Because it's those muscles that you need to build. Similar to you, Max, right? Like, even though you, you haven't done it a hundred times, you at least knew that it was the right thing to do. 100%. Yeah. Right? I mean, and some of the things you guys even included, I love it, Jay, that I, I remember hearing Max on the call. Uh, I guess this is one of the other group sessions that we have uh, where we have, you know, a whole bunch of the other, you know, PFC family members on the call. And I think, yeah, actually, actually it was the onboarding. It was the onboarding call. And I think Max was like, yeah, he even had me include, you know, uh, enough in my break even to, you know, to allocate marketing spend. So talk about that, Jay. Like people, people listening in are probably going, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I love this particular topic. <laughs> um, so, you know, again, you know, Max, Max included here. Um, a lot of guys don't really understand what marketing is. And it, it, it floors me because, you know, in business, and if you're going to be serious about being in business, you got to wrap your head around, yes, marketing costs money, but it's not the way you think it does. Mm -hmm. So for when I look at marketing, and this took me a long time as well, because you're looking at, oh my God, look how expensive it is and this and that. But here's the, here's the reality of it. If you put $2, call it an investment. So you invest $2 into your marketing. You know what you get back? Even if you're doing terrible marketing, you get back four. Okay, so... How do you build your business? Do you build it on just doing great jobs day in and day out and, and slaving yourself and, and working you know, for D and C clients? No, you know how you build your business? You invest in it. Yes. You invest in your marketing, you invest in your brand, every bit of that profit you can turn around. And I mean, there is no straight line up. There is no straight, you know, you're gonna have weeks where you're, you're coming down and back up, but it is, it, I mean, that's a part of it. But again, getting back to the fundamental, you know, you do this and you do that. There's not a business that exists that is profitable that doesn't do some form of marketing. So, I mean, when we, when we talk about marketing, we have to wrap our heads around, okay, I'm going to make this investment. Okay, yeah, it might be all my profits this month, but you know what? By next month, I'm going to have an A client and then another A client. And you know what those two A clients make? Three A clients. So <laughs> where is the marketing? And, and, and investing in your brand and your image and all of these things so under evaluated by contractors, you know, and a lot of times they miss it. They think that because they get referrals, well, I'm sorry, no, that's not business. You're not, you, you know, by taking referrals and that's your only source of marketing, you're setting yourself up for failure. Absolutely. You're setting yourself up to put yourself in a mindset that you have to accept a certain price or you have to be at a certain, and you've different, you have not differentiated yourself or proven your value to any clients. You're literally just, you know, you're just there. You're existing. Well, and, and you're I think, I, yeah, totally. I think the thing with marketing, um, when you're when you're looking at pricing a job, guys, when you're looking at doing work, you want to have the ability to again, jump back off. To your analogy, uh, what's that? I, I I I even I told Max. So like, he's got this one job. We built in you know three or four percent that we can immediately start using for marketing purposes. So he can get to the next job. Just like he said, he wishes he had more of these. I can prove to you, you can have more of them, but you've totally. got to start marketing immediately and totally. market for the next one and the next one and the next yeah. one. And that's how you keep your pipeline full. Which, you know? for, yeah, which, which again, if you guys don't do this, you're going to be in trouble. Okay. Let me put it into Cole's notes. For Especially nowadays. Out. You got it. You need to have the ability to dial it up and dial it down, mm -hmm. but you got to have the dials. <laughs> one of the key right. dials yeah, is marketing. It's not the only dial. You gotta dial up and down your freaking cash. You gotta dial up and down, you know, your teams. You got like you gotta have all these dials, right? Or you wanna call it levers, right? That you can pull on. Key indicators. Yeah, exactly, right? Key performance indicators. You know, people call it in the corporate world KPIs, right? Um, so I love I like KPAs. 
key performance <laughs> activities, right? Like what the fuck are we going to do to turn that dial? We're going to do right. this, right? So if you don't do that, you're going to be playing the fucking roller coaster game, guys. You cannot dial up and down. And by the way, getting referrals is awesome. That's not what we're not saying. We're not bashing. It's a good indicator of the workmanship that you do. It's a good indicator of that, you know, that your team is, is, is showing the right presence, right? I mean, so long as the referral is, is an A, not a fucking class right. D, right? Using it as a bank. But so let's, let's look at this, right? This is the real. Guys, Max has landed one of the biggest jobs that he ever has, right, Max? Mm-hmm. the most amount of profit that you've ever seen in your life yeah. true yeah in the shortest period of time with pfc for like i don't know let's say four to six weeks okay right but let's also talk about the no you know the no bullshit you know podcast for contractors you've got a bit of a problem i do before we got on this call um one of the other things that you did was that we were able to you know get you convinced that yeah there are a players out there like team members so you know, let's not get heavily into that, but to say that you found one, you hired one, mm-hmm. but what does this whole marketing thing have anything to do with the problem that you're facing right now? So what's the problem that you're facing right now? Well, the problem I have right now is, um, yeah, this, pro- this project is unreal, but I wasn't able to get on site until Monday because they just sold the house and there was someone else in there, but um, kind of stepping outside and realizing we can actually open the house up a little bit more, which would be cost effective and would really make a difference. So now it's gone from being a cosmetic reno um, to a structural one and needing some permits. So I just hired uh, this guy came on absolutely just blew me away. I didn't know these guys existed because it would be just like, it would probably even better than me. Um, And I was blown away. Like he did all the demo, everything's done. And then he's like, now what? And I'm like, well, shit, um, we're going to have a halt on this project because we've got to go into permits. So now I was just talking with Andrew this morning that I'm struggling and I'm challenged because I don't have a pipeline full of work that I can throw my employee on, right? Um, I have this other project that I'm a smaller deck that I'm just seeing if we can kind of scrape by. I'm kind of waiting to hear back from the client. But I need to keep him going. And, you know, it, it is, it, it's a a sad feeling to see him and his work ethic just crank it out and to see this job I've landed and to get so excited about the future and then to have a lot of it just come be pulled out from under you and potentially lose this guy right because mm-hmm. uh, he's like hey man I gotta pay my bills and I get it so trying to find some ways uh, you know some ways that I can keep this guy around because he's kicking ass and, I right. and, and the reality of the situation Back to Jay. I want you to talk to this shit. Is that marketing doesn't, you don't turn on marketing and then tomorrow, boom. Okay, no, magic no. wand, abracadabra. No. No, fuck it, doesn't work that way. Marketing it's starts constant. way back. Right. And even when what, Jay? Even when you're busy? Yeah, absolutely. That's when you do it more. Um, because again, what we are trying to do, and, and I see this constantly in, just, in so many people, is that they look at it as an overhead expense. So when they're really busy, right? They, they just, they, they, they stop doing it consistently. Now, here's the thing, like, you know, you, you hit March, April, May, June, you know, all those months you start picking up work, you, everything's good, everything's great. But are you planning for September, October, November? You know what I mean? Are you, pl- are you bringing on eight players at the same time? Like the other biggest thing I see them fail at is that they start off the year and they've got, you know, they, they, they've got guys and everything else, but they're not crazy busy. They're not marketing for new guys. Well, when you hit your busy season, because you've marketed now, where are your A players? They're already working for everyone else because everyone else is busy too. So you have to start planning to have work when it's slow, because this is how you make, this is how you make big gains. Okay. It, first of all, understand that marketing for guys and for A players is the same as marketing for business. Okay? You have to do it consistently at the same time. Max, you want to hear that right now though. Right. <laughs> if you don't do it at the same time, you're going to be imbalanced. So either you're gonna have too much work or too many guys. If you don't do them both at the same time and do it with, you know, with consistency and strategy and, you know, really lock down this part of your business, you will always be on the roller coaster. You're never getting off the ride because no matter what, even if you've got all the work in the world, all right, you won't have the manpower. 
you won't be able to attract those A players. You won't be able to have the systems. And again, when you do slow down, that's the time to really, you know, again, continuously build those systems that are failing as you go through your growth spurts, right? So, I mean, if I can give anybody, um, you know, a, a guaranteed map to success um, that, you know, has got to have a piece of this puzzle, it's market the same way to your A players as you are to your employees and do it consistently every, every week, every day. Um, we don't ever stop. And you know, the reason for that is because we're trying to grow and we're trying to maintain what we have. And, you know, like, like with Max, we already talked in that conversation. A big part of that was, okay, Max, you land this job. And I like, I just had a feeling he was going to get it. I could just, you know, I knew in my head. So I'm like, listen, let's put 3% there. Let's make sure that we're, we're using this job to jump off to the next one, that we're, we're making a big, we're making a lot of noise around it. We're getting customer testimonials. We're filming, you know, parts of the job to keep so that we have content to really push our marketing forward. And I mean, again, everybody wants to know your story and they want to know that you have that social proof and that you have, you know, you have the things that, um, you know, make you stand out from everybody else. And again, doing these things consistently on every job and having a plan and structure set up for it is going to ensure you're going to grow. All right. And especially these days and age, people don't refer business like they used to. They don't, it's, it's statistically proven right now. Okay. Where are we getting a lot of our leads as market, as, as contractors now, you'd be amazed. It's through social media. It's through all the other things um, that contractors don't take advantage of. You know, they leave, like, it's like leaving your wallet you know, on the ground and walking away, you know, on every job you've, you've, you know, you've lost that opportunity. Hundreds to Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, if not millions, millions, millions. millions. Yeah. You know, and I oh, see it, I see it every totally. day and it, and it leaves you in a position. So, you know, with Max, I'll give you another example. Nowadays, you have to protect your business as much as you're trying to grow it. Because believe me, there are, there are, you know, predators out there that look for businesses that they can, they can come in. And I think, Andrew, you talked about this quite a bit. And if you show that inability to do marketing and inability, but you have eight players, you're getting rated. You know, the, the, you know, guys have the ability now to be on top of your eight players constantly. You know what I mean? Like, the, you, and it is like that now. And, and, and you know what? I, I've got, I gotta, I gotta put something out there. I'm probably yeah. gonna get bashed on this, but I don't give a shit. Okay. It's, it's, this is what you need to hear versus like what you want to hear. Right. Okay, guys, so fuck it. So here we go. If, if you aren't attracting A players, it's because you're not an A player. Mm -hmm. You're not acting like an A player. Okay? Uh, that applies to the work. That applies to your team. You're like, yeah, well, fuck it, my situation, like, whatever, fuck it. I don't give a shit where the hell you are. I don't care what kind of trade you are. We've got every damn trade, almost every trade there is in the fucking globe with proper contractors. If you look at all the different types, like we get hundreds and hundreds of people, all right, into the thousands of people like that are part of the community. And guys, if there's one thing I got to tell you, if you want to build an A level company, you want to play like an A player, you've got to start acting as an A player, okay? And you get what you deserve. And this leads me to the next point. If you are getting your guys poached, okay, they're leaving because it's a better offer. Yeah. yeah, but well, yeah, well, this guy did this and this is, okay, now there's ethical ways, there's unethical ways. You guys figure out the gray zone. But let me tell you something. When you're fucking, when your guys are out on social media and Jay's posting a freaking great video of his boys on a fishing trip, by the way, guys, go take a look. You know, Jay Carter roofing, you know, sheet metal, like you go onto the website, you go, you follow him. You're like, this is not bullshit. I mean, why would he be putting his guys going on a fishing trip onto the web? What, why do you think? Who do you think he's attracting, right? Why would Max be doing a video of a job going like, here's how clean it is. Here's how you organize it. This is why this is really important. Not just for prospects. Prospects as, you know, potential clients and prospects as potential a players are prospects. They're both prospects. So if you're losing people and you're all fucking pissed off and you think the world's against you, it's not. It's because you're not stepping it up and you're not playing like an A player. 
And you might be like, well, what the hell do I do? How do I do it? Well, either you become part of a community like this, you, you click on a link, you raise your hand, you get help, whether it's here or someplace else, but trying to figure all this shit out on your own, what are you, nuts? So again, you get what you deserve. You know, if you got shitty employees, honestly, grab a mirror right now, go walk in the bathroom and look in the fucking mirror. There's a reason, okay? You're the leader. Either you're leading them or you're not. I know, Jay, what, Max, what would you say to that? I, again, you, you nailed it on the head. You know, yeah. you gotta be, you gotta be congruent with everything you're doing. So, I mean, a lot of the times, it's 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 shocking you know we we as a trades people had an expectation of our employers that most of them didn't meet that's why we're yes. contractors are now yes yes but then we go into business and we do the same thing you don't <laughs> think like okay how would my guys want to be traded put yourself in those shoes in those boots and start to think from that end am i giving them structure do they have employee book manuals do they have you know clear decisive you know uh ways to play the game you know now you bring them in and you, you, you introduce them to your chaos. You know what you've done? You've let them down. And you can turn an A player into a D player just like that. You know, break your promises or not have things clear. You know, once that energy is out there and that, you know, go back to when you were in the trades. You know, and I keep I telling it. guys that. You want to remember when you actually, what your expectations of your employer were. And if you're not meeting that bar, you're messing up. You're not, you're not doing it right. So the idea here is that you make it in an environment that is built on growth, is built on success, and it has that you know proper way for guys to come through your system and understand where their place is and understand how they get ahead. Setting them and, up for success. Right, right. But why don't they do it? Because they're too stuck on not doing these things. They, they well, don't, and a lot of them don't know. Like, totally. Like Max, right? You hired him, and I want to I want to come back, and then we'll wrap things up soon here. Like four or five minutes, you know, we, we, you know, I remember you hiring the guy and we're on the call. I'm like, okay, so Max, you got to go here. Got to get an onboarding process. So you map out the guy's success. What's he got to do? What do you got to turn him on? What are the, like all the things that Jay's talking about, but even just the basics guys, you know, how many jobs did I fucking quit? Because I was sick and tired of the wrong material, if not no material showing up and the fucking clients yelling at me. And I'm like, fuck dude what are you talking about i don't order the freaking material what are you talking about and like it's like i'm an a player and my boss is making me play like a goddamn d player i quit mm -hmm. a players will not play as d players they will quit like you that. have to you have to be set up to to have a players and this is where i see most companies failing is that they don't have the systems in place to really motivate an A player and, and, and utilize that person. Because listen, again, like you just said, an A player has an expectation that they're, they're, they're playing the, the, the game at a different level and you wanna be right there with them. If you're not, and you're not supporting it, listen, the, the bigger, badder guys out there are coming for them, right? Like, I mean, I, you, we seek them out and you know what? We're probably gonna keep them more satisfied, keep them, you know, it, so, it, it's unfortunate, but you know, and again, this is where you separate yourself from being a businessman, totally. being, you know, from being a contractor. Right? And, and so, Max, you know, uh, you know, here's the thing, right? You know, Jay's got a whole bunch of guys working for him. Right? How many people you got working for you, Jay? We got uh, about 35 employees. Okay, 35. Okay. So when I, you know, when I sold my contracting company, had a systemized running without me, I think it was like 38 employees or something like that. Okay. Uh, the point being is coming back to you, Max, prime example. Max, it's like when you're first employees, true? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Like that. By the way, everybody, everybody listening on this, that this is when it starts. Like mm -hmm. if he doesn't get this nailed, the next guy behind him is just going to be more fucking more chaos. Right. Okay? So you brought, you did an onboarding process. You sat down with him. You communicated to him. Like, here's my it's expectations. Such an advantage. Such it's an huge, advantage. Right. So Max, and, and you know, how did that go? Yeah, I think for me, um, as a contractor, you know, this guy comes on and he's like, man, I'll run jobs for you. You're like, great. What does that mean? <laughs> I know, dude. Right? Like in our heads, we know what it means. It's like, all right, I'm going to schedule materials. I'll get, make sure we got everything. I'm going to make the design. I'm going to talk to the plumber. I'm going to rough that, rough that in. I'm going to lay this. I'm going to do that. But what does it mean? Right? Like how does it, you know, I can sit him down and be like, okay, yep, you're going to run your job. And he's like, yeah, you're going to run the job. 
But then if you got nothing behind that, like no systems and no details, right? Like and no I scorecard. I was asking you guys, I was like, what do I need to ask him? And you guys just gave me all this information that I'm like, it was simple. It was easy. It was like laid out in a process. Right. And then I just remember back if, if I was an employee and someone like I've been chucked in this, I'm sure we all have, right. You get yep. start your job, buddy throws you on the job and he says, right. I mate, fucking go build this. And you're like, uh, we need this for electrical. We need this for plumbing. Like, if you give me, give me some numbers and then he runs off and does whatever. And you go, this guy's fucking blows, right? It, it's set mm-hmm. thinking up for failure. So I just remember the look on Todd's face. It was just like, man, really? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, it, it brought him emotionally yes. into the company, right? Yes. Because yeah. he understands that I'm spending time for him to really be able to run the project from every single level. Right. Yeah, and he totally. never had that before. So, you know, he really could see that like, this is something to get excited about. And then I'm like, I'm oh, bro, we're going to permits. Got no work. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So, so a couple of tips there, Jay, that you would give, I got one or two, a couple of tips for our man here, Max, and be listening. You know, if they haven't started their marketing process, they haven't got that working yet. What, what do you do? So, I mean, number one is, is again, you're, there are ways to do it when you don't have a budget right there are marketing but you have to again get your mind into it i i personally my i read about an hour a day every single day i'm reading and i'm learning and i'm developing and i'm you know i never stop learning so marketing is a huge massive topic right but if you're investing at least mentally and getting yourself on board with it and understanding you know simple things the the map starts to become a lot clearer how like you know a lot of guys they get stressed oh my god i don't have enough work coming up then they start lowering their prices and stuff that that's what marketing's meant to stop right so i mean you know short term short term what would be some of the short term things number one just uh you know again for max we're uh we're going to do a social media marketing campaign brand his message target his clients get that in place right away so that he can jump off this job right on to the next one and on to the next one and on to the next one. Right. So once we put that in motion and once that starts to roll, he doesn't shut it off until he, he literally, he's screaming, I can't do any more work. And I, and that'll take no time. Right now. So, and, and like what, what would you say the turnaround time would be like a, a week before it gets launched with sort of like a standard. Realistically, it, realistically from a zero pipeline to being, you know, well, let's just say getting, let's say getting him some work in the next like 90 days, 90 days turnaround for, for, for everything on a realistic base. Don't want to bullshit anyone. Yeah. You're not going to just flip the switch tomorrow and it's, you know, you're back. Yeah. No, that's not the way it works. And the more and more you do it consistently and build that brand, the more and more aid clients you're going to attract. And that's yeah. what marketing does. It separates. And most people don't realize this. It gets you in front of a clients. Yeah. Don't, don't be, you know, you don't set your marketing to go for C's and D's. And C's and D's, when they see that kind of marketing, will run away anyways. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. You know, like, it, it, it's a big difference. So, 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 mean, he, so, he's, so as far as keeping his, his man busy, but he still got yeah. that problem. So, any, any other tips? Um, yeah. Just, I mean, you have to, unfortunately, no, for, for his particular situation right now, it's, he, you know, he's going to have to, you know, really dig deep and, and try, to, try to land some of these other uh, opportunities he has but he needs to start marketing and, you know, get, get moving with it. Um, I mean, if you don't have work, you don't have work, right? The, the, the trick here though, is to never be in that position. They never yeah, totally. put yourself in that position. Totally. Right. So yeah, love it. now he's learned and he's going to, he's going to know going forward for sure. Totally. So um, like guys, Jay's nailing it. Right. And guys, you know, just let you know, we have, you know, we don't need to say it, but we've got connections with people, companies that actually, you know, Jay's got connections with the companies that will actually say, okay, here, you know, I'll, you know, we'll define who your avatar is. That means you know, your target audience. Let's go after them. Here's how we're going to do it. Things of that nature. So you guys got to get that going. So here's a couple of little tips for you, Max. Okay. So here's a little coaching session. Ready? I got like two minutes. We'll wrap it up. Ready? Yeah. Your pen ready? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so first thing is who do you know who? Yeah. I was wondering if I could put in with someone else. Is that what you get at? Well, there's a couple of different things. First off, who do you know who is, who do you know that might have, you know, some form of engagement with the target audience that you're going after? So I want you to draw, I want you to take a circle, we'll draw it in the center of the page. Okay, mm-hmm. you, you, the training is in, in the membership site. 
under strategic alliances, this should be huge for you. Okay. Every goddamn trade, like whether it's Jay with roofing, Jay goes on, a, uh, you know, goes, goes to put shingles on. Guess what? If it's a new house, new build, probably below the feet, some guy's pulling wire, some guy's putting in plumbing, some guy, some guy, some guy. Yeah. There's like probably about, I think I assessed like some like 12 to 13 trades. Right. You start to finish on a freaking job. That's low ball. Okay. You need to try and engage with some of these people who have customers that need your services. It's an easy way. Yep. It's guerrilla marketing. Okay. All right. Guerrilla marketing. That there's that also is like who of your suppliers knows people. Like it's back to who do you know who? Okay. So first things first, put a little circle, identify what type of worker you're looking for. It's not every type of work, dude. You're looking for fucking quick turn around deck jobs. Build a deck. Do this. Do that. Okay, so there's three different types. Perfect. Who are the people that are gonna know this? Landscaper. I don't know. Maybe. Right? right? Yeah. True? Designers. Designers. Engineers. Exactly. Nail it. Okay. You've got you gotta create that, those bubbles of who are not the name of the company. What are the different types? Boom. You got them. Now you got four or five. Now, then you're gonna go, okay. Who do I know any names or somebody might know, you know, one of these different types. And who are the gatekeepers? Right. Look at a plumbing, right? Say it was a plumbing contractor. Say it was a, or let's say it was a landscaper. How many fucking landscapers are in your area? I'd say more than one, dude. Yeah, totally. Okay. But you don't want the big, big boys. You want guys that need help that right. want to look like heroes. Right. Okay. So those guys have jobs right now, especially with the, with the tsunami of work right. where they're like, they're, they got clients that they're like, the guy's like, listen, dude, I do landscape. I've been fucking decks. What, what do you mean, Mr. Client? And then guess what? The deck's got to go to finish the fucking landscaping or vice versa. True? Right. They're like, I, they need you. Mm-hmm. But they're like, I don't know who's Max. I don't even know who Max is. Right? Okay. Just so start cold calling a bunch of these people? You, what, what do you? Absolutely. You, can't, don't, seriously. Yellow pages, do. dude. Go into yellow yeah. pages. Yeah. Type do they even the, make the yellow pages anymore? <laughs> No, digital. Come on, digital. Bro. Okay, good. Totally. <laughs> Seriously, online. By okay. the way, dude, I did this one time at a freaking event. It's so funny. Guys like, oh, yeah, man, whatever. I'm like, really? I'm like, who would be your target? Strategic lines. Electrical contractors. I go, okay. How many electrical contractors are in your area? Like, I'm on stage. The guy's like, I don't know, man. Maybe a freaking handful. I'm like, you know what? I love your sarcasm. Guess what? Today's your lucky fucking day. You're going to look like a jackass. I said, here we go. Uh, let's see. Brampton. Electrical contractors. Eh. Holy shit, there's 456. I don't know, dude. Do you think there's one or two people out of the 456 that could use your help? Right. Dude, this is the same as you. So, right. guerrilla marketing, get on it, get going. Okay, but you got to start off with those steps I talked about. What's the types of projects? Boom. Who are these strategic alliances in that space? And guess what? Doesn't cost you shit, does it? No, no, it doesn't. Right. You can also use uh, LinkedIn is very, very powerful for this oh, stuff. If you geez. start order, it, like, I don't even want to tell him about that. Cause he's going to just be like, no, no, it, no, 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 it's the right, no, no, it's not too much because <laughs> you see, well, guess what happens, Max said, when you pull up some of these people and you go, there's like, pick like, say it was landscape. And you're like, okay, today, if I was like, if I was there with you, I'd be like, Max, you're calling fucking 35 freaking landscapers today. What? Yep. Yeah. Right now today. Where got am I going to find them? Okay. Well, I determined it was landscapers to this site. Perfect. I'm going to go on LinkedIn. I'm going to find out who the gatekeepers are. Hey man, I sent you, and then you call them. Hey man, I sent you a message on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. To connect with you. Is that different than like, hi, I'm calling. I never tried to engage with you. Call them by their first name. Hey John, such and such. I see that you guys have this company. You guys have been around since 19 freaking 83. Yeah, man. Listen, just wondering like, dude, is that make you look a little bit more educated? Yeah, totally. Easy peasy, man. Okay. Right. You only need what you need, need like maybe two or three freaking deck jobs. Now, yeah, do you go, I don't need much. Or exactly. Do you go in with the freaking cranked up margins? No, we can be smart about it. And we go, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to be a little bit more of a buffer. Yeah. A sweet spot. Okay. And off you go. Is that good? Yeah, that's awesome. Right, I'll do that today. Right that's now. It. Run um, one more tip for that. Yep. If you're yep. doing a, if you're doing those kind of things um, on LinkedIn, you can usually get their emails. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of time you won't be able to reach them on phone. Like, cause they're, you know, like I said, they've got gatekeepers. So like their secretaries and stuff will, will frame those from you. Right. Um, but what I've done that's been very successful is uh, I use um, like videos, short videos, and I'll send that through the email because they're more likely oh. to open that than actual things. Yeah. So it takes no time. So you just do a quick video and then you can do retarget them and put them in a list 
Like even if you're just using Excel right now, you can retarget, 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 and it's free. Like again, you know, if and you know, you'll never lose going that way. It's a numbers game. You know, right. if you know if you make a hundred phone calls, you're going to get three leads. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. that's that's typically where it goes. If you're really good at it, you might get twenty or thirty leads. Totally. You don't know, right? right? So, and with business to business, those are long-term relationships that you can build and work on. So, I mean, you know, again, just keep communicating with them, keep trying to get them to engage. And I mean, that's a, that's, that is guerrilla marketing at its heart. Totally. You know? now, now, now wrapping it all into a bubble. So anybody listening in, you're like, I'm in the same situation. There's a common theme. Jay's going to fucking nod his head and smile. Yeah. You sure shit do not go engaging with that person with the first thing out of your mouth going, what can you do for me? Oh, no, no, no. Got to bring value. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Hey, I'm looking at partnering up with such and such landscapers because I get referrals. I get the type of work. want to get you engaged you know, type of thing. Wonder if that's something you'd be interested in and vice versa. What's so what I just lead with. How can I help this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Them. I can bring value to them. Totally dude. Right. And then we can be on the same page and if we're on the same job and da, 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 da. like, right. Like, dude, like it sounds like common sense of how many guys I go, what did you say to the guy? Yeah. I called him to say, Hey, do you have any work for me? I'm like, <laughs> that's the worst. What know what, your value. Like, hey, let me do it for you. Click. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, guys, great session, great progress. Anybody listening in, you can make great progress in a short period of time. It doesn't mean it fixes all the problems, but you can make great progress if you slow down, if you know what to focus in on. So if there's one thing that you would want to say, Max, to somebody listening in, what would you tell them? Um, you don't know what you don't know until someone who's been there and done it and done it exceptionally well tells you how to do it. Rock and roll, baby. Jay, a man Carter. Yeah, and I mean, just do it. Just get out there, and, and I mean, sometimes we gotta, we, we we gotta get outside our comfort zone. We have to feel uncomfortable. We have oh, to yeah. do things we haven't done before. We have mm -hmm. to suck it up. And you know, again, if you don't like making phone calls, cool. You still have to do it because, again, at the end of the day, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family. You owe it to your community. And, and you owe it to every, everything that you're doing in your contracting business. If you're not looking to grow it and looking to be profitable, just stop doing it and go work for someone. Totally, man. Stop uh, wasting time. Totally agree. And how can you expect your team to grow? Right. You're going to be asking them to get in their you know, zone of not being comfortable when you fucking are not leading the way. Right. Like, guys, come on. Okay. Love it. Great podcast. Uh, yeah. This baby's rock and rolling. And we will catch you guys on the flip side. Keep up the great work. Uh, Max, keep uh, hammered down. Keep a, an update. Let us know in the mm -hmm. Facebook group because we're going to hold you accountable, brother. And right, fucking Mr. Carter, keep bringing your A game, man. You're creating A players. All right. Later, guys. Ciao. Thanks, guys. Bye. Later.